0: A reading from Luke one forty six to 46-51, 54 And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me holy in his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their most inmost thoughts. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors.
1: Before I I go into what I I said in uh, my book, um, it's so interesting that her response in faith leads to song. Mm-hmm. And behind the whole thing is the Holy Spirit. So it's a very, <laughs> for Mary, it's a very intense thing. But breaking into the Magnificat, um, the song is worshiping God at the highest. Mm-hmm. So Mary's Magnificat is her response to what she heard from the angel Gabriel. She spontaneously breathed out praise by acknowledging through her song the worship that every blessing comes from God and that she has been blessed by being a steward of those blessings. Her words of praise point to a gracious God. My soul glorifies the uh, the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my savior for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant her response is exemplary a model of humility before the holy purposes of the lord her god
2: hmm.
1: yeah, and i'm just really struck by the
2: her humility but also in in the magnifica you know she says here um, he performed mighty deeds with his arm he scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. And then there's a couple of verses actually that you skip um, in the reading where she really gets into basically like a a theology of justice. In verse 52, he's brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He's filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. I'm sort of fascinated by this. John the Baptist too, uh, as part of the Jesus story will talk a lot about this justice, this bringing the mountains low and the valleys high. That's a declaration of justice, similar to what Mary's saying here, bring down the mighty from their thrones and exalting those of humble estate. Sometimes I think maybe in conservative evangelical theological streams like like we are in, we get a little bit nervous around all the justice talk because um, we think that sounds liberal or something like that, but it's right <laughs> here. It's right here, right? It's It's all over these stories and all over these pages, and it's part of what God is doing by sending Jesus into the world. He is, like Mary said, bringing down the mighty from their thrones or the, or those who are proud in their inmost thoughts, as she says it, and exalting those of humble estate. That's just a big part of the narrative. And so the takeaway for me it's like a caution, right? It's like, okay, Nathan, if Jesus really is your savior, your Messiah, if the gospel is going to be preached, then also don't forget the humility response. Don't think of yourself as high and mighty. Don't try to grab onto power in this world. Rather, go find Jesus out there in the in the highways and byways, the hedges, as, as they say in the old uh, gospel song, That's really where a lot of the gospel work is. That's where we meet Jesus. That's where we meet people like Mary and Elizabeth and Christ himself and John the Baptist is in these humble places, these unassuming places where really the might and power and wonder of God can shine more brightly. If my ego, if my greatness is not getting in the way, if it's just my humility, then his greatness will will be the headline of all these stories.
1: I think you you were saying this, but uh, her humility may have been what God saw mm-hmm. in her. Yeah, totally. And yeah. the other thing that um, probably is true is that she's religious. I mean, she, she, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she honors the Sabbath, so on and so forth, but she probably also knew Isaiah and Jeremiah and all the prophets in the Old Testament. I probably knew something about them even if it was only hearing it read in the synagogue in the temple but um i i think that this kind of all fits together Definitely. from her yeah. you know from her background though she's very insignificant very humble not known by history not known by herod or anybody like that and yet she has been chosen by god and that happens time and again throughout the mm-hmm. entire Bible. Mm-hmm.